Welcome to Beauty and the Gee, the podcast all about grappling and life from the female perspective. Friends, we are at episode six already. These are going by so quickly. And in today's episode, we are talking about training and traveling and jujitsu and the intersection where all of that meets. I'm Jen Eads. I'm a white belt full of questions and curiosity about all things jujitsu. I'm AJ Klingerman, a world champion purple belt, a little obsessed with jujitsu. And this is why I sit across the table from AJ and do this podcast. <laughs> so let's talk about training and traveling and jujitsu. First of all, do it. <laughs> okay. Do Sold. it. That's yeah. Um, I don't go anywhere um, without training gear. It's it's an amazing part of jujitsu that I don't want you to miss out on. It's it's a small community, very spread out, right? So mm-hmm. it's just this interesting thing where you can go to another school and like have these instant friends. <laughs> you know, like we talked about before, like yeah. there's this this quick trust built, you know, in jujitsu. And so it's I definitely recommend wherever you can go train. That makes the trip that much more fun, I would think. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, you're going on a a family vacation or whatever. And if you can just take, you know, a little bit of time to go, one, do something that you love. Right. um, Not that you don't love the rest of the things you're doing on vacation, but like jujitsu is a passion for a lot of us. So Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, making friends like how often do you actually make friends on vacation? Or go see your friends that maybe you've met online and go meet them in real life. Yes. Yeah. That sounds super fun. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Take the real world. (laughs) Exactly. So what do you do? Like if you know that you're going to be traveling and, you know, how do you kind of plan ahead for that? Yeah. So um, I usually, you know, obviously look where we're staying, look at the schools around. Um, I call ahead. Mm -hmm. Just ask them what their policies are. Like different schools have different policies for drop-ins. Some don't really allow it. Mm -hmm. Very few. Some, you know, there might be a drop in fee Mm -hmm. and I've seen that anywhere from 15 to $80. Uh Um, So being prepared for that and knowing if you're willing to pay it or not is good. (laughs) Some have uniform requirements. So a lot of schools only wear white geese. So you would need to know that before you travel, especially if you don't have a white gi to begin with. Mm -hmm. Usually if they only allow white geese, they rent geese there. So you could rent one. Which could be helpful if, you know, you don't want to take your four pound ghee right. back. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, some even have no ghee requirements. I know like at Atos, you have to wear, I think it's like black bottoms. Um, and then you have to wear the Atos rash guard. So you can either buy one of their rash guards or rent one of their rash guards. So, but you have to be in their uniform. So you just need to know that ahead of time. And so I always call ahead and just ask what their, you know, what their things are and make sure their schedule matches what it says online so that I don't show up at a time that isn't appropriate. Right. Yeah. Sometimes too, like if I'm just driving around a place, I might stop in before I'm going to train just to make sure that it's a school that I um, want to go to. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we, we've talked about it before the beauty of jujitsu or one of the beauties is that it brings together people of all walks of life. Mm-hmm. And usually, you know, you, you go into a school and you feel comfortable. Um, there has been one time that I didn't train at a school. Um, really? I, yeah. I went in and, um, I just, I, I wasn't comfortable in, mm-hmm. in the facility. Um, and 
the place didn't seem very clean. They weren't very welcoming. Um, they just didn't really act like they wanted us there. Yeah. They told us that we weren't allowed to like l- watch a class at all first. Um, and so I was like, okay, we'll, we'll go train somewhere else. And so we did, we changed our plans and cause we were going to go train there the next night. We mm-hmm. just changed our plans and went and trained somewhere else and had a great time. Yeah. So sometimes stopping in first is, is, can be a good plan. But with that said, I mean, mm-hmm. I, literally have you know I mean, we've trained all over the country and never had that problem except that one time so, yeah you know that's it's pretty, pretty rare it's pretty rare yeah. yeah what do you do if you are traveling a lot and there isn't a gym or do you even like there's no gym we don't go there <laughs> well I mean it's you know it, training 20 years ago that's a lot a lot more likely yeah. but now it's pretty rare we went to we went to Destin a few years back for a wedding and we were driving down the road and I just said, I feel like there should be a jujitsu school right here. And I like turned and there's one right there in the strip mall. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just felt the presence. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so there's it's just such a bigger thing now that you yeah. can pretty much find it almost anywhere. You know, like even on Hawaii, on each island, there's multiple places to train. So, so far, everywhere we've gone, we've been able to find a place to go. I think that my next Hawaiian vacation might look a little different now. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of exciting. It is. It is. And it's 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 so much fun. Like you get to meet, you know, all kinds of different people mm-hmm. and you know, Hawaii is a cool place cuz a lot of them are transplants. Yeah. So, you know, finding out where they came from and they're like, "Oh, I I used to live here. I know this person." And you know, there's always connections. It's a pretty small world. Mm-hmm. Um and then, like you said, you know, like you make friends online and then you show up and train at their school and yeah, make friends with them in real life. Yeah. Take I'm pictures, put them on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow us on Instagram, <laughs> Brassy Broad Jen. And AJ Klingerman. Nice work. Yeah. Way to get that in yeah, there. Yeah, you know. That was in. subtle. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're known for. <laughs> yes, yes, our subtlety for sure. <laughs> so if you're going to a new gym and you haven't been there, is there like any good etiquette or just good practices? Yeah, so um, you kind of get some of that from the calling ahead as far as clothing wise. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you wear your shoes mm-hmm. everywhere that you're not on the mat. Unless there's something like some, I've been to one school where they make you take your shoes off at the door. Ah, um, And then they have shoes outside the bathroom for you to put on. So, but shoes are important. That's important for um where you're training and competing, you should always have shoes on. That's yes. a big thing for me. At the Ego, uh, we will disqualify you if we see you in the bathroom without shoes on. You're DQ'd from the whole rest of the day. And we've really? done it before. Yep, absolutely. That's gross. Yeah, um, I was like, why would you go yeah, in the bathroom with no shoes on? Yeah, you know, it's gross, but people do it. So then they get DQ'd. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so wear your shoes. I recommend bowing on and off the mat. We don't require it at our schools, but a lot of schools do. So just kind of doing it as, you know, good practice is, Mm -hmm. you know. Another thing, I would introduce myself to everyone on the mat. That's some advice I got or heard. I don't even know if they were talking to me or if I heard it somewhere. (laughs) I don't remember. But years ago, um, if you're the guest in a school, just go on the mat and start shaking hands and introducing yourself. Nobody expects you to remember, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone's name or anything like that. But you're in their home. Yeah. Right. Like that's their mat. They're sharing their mat with you. And it's just nice to, you know, go up and introduce yourself and and make friends that way. So that's a mm-hmm. that's a big thing for etiquette, making sure that you're not a distraction. Obviously, yeah. you know, you don't want to talk when you're sitting on the wall or however they line up. And 
you know, when it's time to drill, you drill and you don't barbecue. So <laughs> yeah, those are, those are just some good things. And then if they don't charge a mat fee, you know, consider buying a t-shirt or something like yeah. that just to kind of support them and thank them for inviting you into their home. I can always use another t-shirt, but I could not. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, and my wife might disagree with me on that yes, statement. Yeah. So we've run, you know, um, I don't know, 50 some tournaments and we've made a shirt for every one of those, sometimes up to four shirts, <laughs> um, plus t-shirts for both our schools. Uh-huh. And, you know, so I easily have a hundred t-shirts Gosh. and two copies of them, you know, one for me and one for my husband. Right. So, yeah. It's yeah. a problem. It's a definite problem, but I can't get rid of them. Like those are mine. <laughs> no, no, you can't. We've talked a lot about traveling today, but I know that there's a lot of exciting stuff going on here, just locally in central Indiana. So what is coming up? Well, women could travel in for that. So oh, they could. Yeah. Um, so we do have the extreme grappling open coming up on April 27th. And I do know we already have women registered from Illinois, Wisconsin, Kentucky. So, you know, Ohio, like definitely the the Midwest states are represented. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, feel free to come in for that. I know we have a couple brown belts registered. Actually, we have one black belt female um, that could be coming from Canada. She said that she thought that she was probably going to compete. She says she hasn't competed since she was a blue belt in the ego. She's competed oh, wow. as a black belt, but at our tournament since she was a blue. So cool. Um, so yeah, you could travel to come do that. So that's April 27th and you can register at extremegrapplingopen.com. And then there's women's camp, which we have women coming from 13 plus states and two countries. So that's crazy. I know. So definitely women are traveling for that for sure. And, you know, some of our girls will host. So if, if they need it, you know, pe- people need a place to crash. Oh, nice. And then we got a, um, a deal with a hotel so that a lot of the women can stay there for a little bit of a discount. And plus it's nice and close. And yeah, yeah so. I will be traveling from the north side of Indy to the south side. So excited to make that drive. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I'm so excited for camp. It's I mean, I'm always excited for camp, but this year and how much it's grown, I'm really, really excited. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, what should we try on the mat this week? So on the mat this week, we were gonna talk about the perfect jujitsu hair. Oh, yes. Yes. But I think you should talk about it first because I think legit you have the perfect jujitsu hair. (laughs) It's short and it's easy and it's messy. So, I mean, I'm already messy before I go into class and then I just come out and throw some stuff on it and be on my way. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's nice. It's nice. I, I, I once upon a time had very short hair. Really? Oh yeah. Well, twice upon a time. But um, in 2004, when I was training every morning and night, uh-huh. I got really sick of it. So yeah. I basically had like short, spiky hair. Um, really I'm short. I'm going to need to see pictures. Oh, okay. There's one somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, I loved it for about two days oh, um, yeah. and then hated it. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that was great for jujitsu. It was fabulous. Yeah. Now I have very, very long hair, mm-hmm. but I'm very specific about the best jujitsu hair. Okay. okay. So what write this it? down, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> you have long hair. This is it. I found it. So the problems I was having, you know, like if it was braided in one braid, I would like end up, you know, getting stuck on it. Um, two braids. I did two braids for a while, like French pigtails. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a girl like grab my collar and my ponytail and I could not like get out of it um so now I do a high ponytail with two hair bands because it like locks the second one in Mm -hmm. and then I do two braids coming out from that 
so that I can grab them and pull them apart to tighten my ponytail. Because one braid, it'll like the ponytail starts to fall, but two, I can pull them apart. It's the perfect jujitsu hair. <laughs> Try it. I promise it'll change your life. I think <laughs> Not we're going to need to see that on Instagram. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> okay. And we'll have a link to that in the show notes. <laughs> Okay, so now that we're thinking about hair on the mat, we know what to do when we're on the mat. What is, what's your tip for off the mat for this episode? My tip would be like in relation to traveling, mm-hmm. um, ask for recommendations, right? So ask your coach. Uh, your coach has probably competed against people from the area or traveled there himself or herself, you know, so ask your coach first um, and then get on, you know, a Facebook group or something, maybe like the the Women's Grappling Network. That's a really huge one. And just ask, you know, I'm going to be in this area there. That's great because people will tell you where they've trained or mm-hmm. if, you know, invite you to their school. They'll tell you if they have a women's open mat or anything like that. We actually got stuck in Dallas last year. Our plane got canceled and that was our layover. <laughs> and so um, I just posted on the Women's Grappling Network like, Hey, we're going to be here for 24 hours. Does anybody have class in the morning, you know, that we could go to? Nice. So, you know, and everybody just steps up and people, jujitsu people are great. You know, they'll, they message me like, Hey, do you want me to come pick you up at the airport? Do you need me to take oh, you anywhere? So and these nice. are people, you know, you've never even met, yeah. but it's just, so yeah. So ask for recommendations. That would be um, a big, a big help for you to kind of have that, that foot in the door. Okay. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode of Beauty and the Gee. We think you like this podcast. We think you probably enjoy it a lot. So don't be stingy with it. Share it with a friend. You know somebody that needs to hear something that we have covered in either a previous episode. We've got a ton of great episodes coming up. They are in the pipeline. So to make sure that you don't miss one of those great upcoming episodes, make sure that you're also subscribed. So share, subscribe, and then connect with us on Instagram. You will find me there sharing jujitsu stuff and lots of pictures of the dog and probably some podcasting stuff and some music stuff because this is, you know, life on and off the mat. That's right. And so you'll find all of that at Brassy Broad Jen. And you can find me on Instagram at AJ Klingerman. And I too will post lots of pictures of my gorgeous dog, Moose. <laughs> He's a dream boat. He's so great. <laughs> as well as lots of jujitsu pictures. Thanks for joining us. And we will see you on, on the, the mat. mat.